So as I'm sure you and everybody else on the internet has known, um, my life really opened this up nicely. Um, oh yeah. So Spielberg's making a movie, Ready Player One, based off a book that came out a few years ago. I'm currently reading the book, and I was trying to finish the book before the podcast. Um, but the book is good. The book's really good. It's extremely simplistic. It's like Harry Potter simplistic, but I find it enjoyable. I'm about 70 pages from finishing it. Okay, I'm going to have to... I heard about it, but and I knew the movie was coming out, so yeah, I'll have to give that a read. If it's Harry Potter-like, I'll enjoy it. Yeah, it, it, it it's definitely written <clears throat> sim, um, Harry Potter level of writing. I mean, I'm not saying that's bad. No, it's good. Yeah, I'll check it out. You said next year it's coming out? Yeah, uh, March next year. Yeah, because the, the only movie I saw this year was that uh, Alien movie. And I want to see uh, Blade Runner and uh, It and The Dark Tower. So two St- Stephen King movies and then a Blade Runner remake, or I guess it's a sequel. But oh, yeah, that's right. yeah and aren't they just kind of glossing over the, uh, the the past Blade Runner that came out, what was it, like five or six years ago? There was another one that came out? Yeah. Besides the original? Yeah. Huh. I don't even remember hearing about that. Uh, let me, uh, I gotta pull it up now. They must have bombed? Um, oh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was garbage. Okay. I mean, they've been making, remaking so many different, like Total Recall they remade, and they're constantly remaking stuff. Gosh, where is it? Was it, it wasn't 2049. That was a book sequel, I think. Hmm. I yeah, what was yeah? There was some. There, there was some. Um, oh, there, there we go. That's what I'm looking for. Um, huh? No. Well, now I don't know what I'm talking about because. I mean, they remade so much. You must be thinking one of the other ones because I didn't. I, it hear. has to be. It has. It had. Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, they, they, they kind of went total recall on the whole thing, where they basically just used the the scene and the setting just for their own purposes, essentially. But then they rewrote the the story. Oh, okay. I think Harrison Ford was in that movie. This is going to drive me insane. I have to find out now. We'll just look up his IMDb. I, I'm I'm on it now. Ender's Game. That's what it was. Yeah, I saw that, and I think I read the book after. Wasn't that kind of Blade Runner ish? No, it wasn't. I'm completely confusing the movie. Yeah. But that was. I think that was the movie. He okay. Harrison Ford was in that. Yeah. I can't even remember. It kind of just went through my brain and out. Yeah, Ender's Game. That's the movie I'm thinking of. You liked it? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't? No. Nah. Meh. Nah. I can't really, you know. They're, they've been pumping out a bunch of these books into movies like The Maze Runner. Wasn't impressed. Wait, they, they did The Maze Runner? Yeah. Didn't they? Or am I thinking of another one? God, there's so many that blend together. It's a You're looking it up? It's a movie, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, it's a movie. It's 2014. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they did that. They might have did a sequel to it for the next book. That might have came out, too, but I don't think I've seen that. I mean, if in the age of Rotten Tomatoes, it did okay. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 64%. Yeah, and Rotten Tomatoes is kind of strict. I've heard something about them trying to delay critics from actually reviewing the movies early, because if the Rotten Tomatoes score comes out early before the movie, people won't go to see it. They'll just base it on that. Oh yeah, Hollywood is absolutely anti Rotten Tomatoes. They are they are not happy at all. <sighs> Which is you know, but the critics tend to be harsh, and I've enjoyed movies that critics don't like. So yeah. you can't you can't solely base it on. I don't I don't listen to critics at all. Right. 
but because they're they're generally looking at the artistic value of the movie, and I'm going in there for the entertainment value of a movie. Yeah, I seem to be kind of snobby. Yeah, I'm I'm not a movie snob, so critics can go fuck themselves. I don't care what their opinions are. I care about the opinions of the common folk, the, the you, plebeians. Did you see any other movies this year? Um, you know, Amanda and I just saw a movie a couple months back, and I forget what it was. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. We did go see that. The second one? Yeah. I have not seen that yet. I seen the first one in the theater, and I thought it was great. Yeah, the second one's just, second one's just as good? Almost as good. I mean, the first one was pretty amazing. Yes. Yeah, okay. So, as long as it's around that, I'll have to, yes. I'll have to check it out. Uh, this is a good time to plug. Since we're even talking about movies, which you kind of came up with, this is a good time to plug another podcast that my a friend that listens, from the show listens to, uh, Matthew. He created a podcast called Have Movies Will Game. They have just did their first episode. It's on iTunes. Have Movies Will Game. And they the first episode they did was Fifth Element, which is a great movie, right? That we're is a good a, movie. We're in a great movie. And uh, they did like the first half of their show talking about the movie. And then they translated and say, well, how would this movie turn into a game? Like, how, what would the characters be? Oh, what kind of classes would they be? Like the format. Yeah, it's actually really... I, I just got done listening to their first episode, and uh, I really like what they, how they kind of tied both together. Well, that'll give me something to listen to on my hideously long drive to work now, because I, I listen to security now, and that's generally a day and a half. Security. Us. Security now. It's, it's oh, about, security now. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, Steve Gibson, Leo Laporte. Yeah, anytime I'm driving, I you know I listen to a lot of podcasts when I'm driving. And so if you ever want to be on the up and up on related to uh, security or computer security, you listen to their podcast. Um, but Matthew, was he was he the guy that we had a guest on a, on as a guest uh, like 20 years back? No, he's been a, a recent fan. I turned him on to it. And then he he does a, a video podcast called Giant Robot Army Films that I think I, we sh- I shared a couple episodes ago. Where they're playing like uh, Outlast or different kind of scary games, and him and his uh, friend do it, and then they just started this one, uh, this podcast, which they already have sponsors—not paid sponsors, but they have sponsors. So they're already through in the gate, looking pretty good. And uh, you just got to listen to the first episode; it's really well done. Well, we did this with the sole intent on really not making any money. We we put no effort in trying to obtain sponsorship or We've any been kind of funding. Highly successful at that. Yes. This is a hobby. I don't want it to be a job, but I right. would be more than happy to take people's money. If this was a job, we'd, be, we'd, be, we'd be fired by now. Yes, we would have been fired. Unless the pay was appropriate. If I was getting paid more than I want to make now. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I mean, you got to be a pretty serious podcast. And there's there's ones out there with, what is it called, Patreon, where they could make 10 to 20 grand a month. You know what really grinds my gears? Oh, you know the Family Guy aspect. Yeah, what grinds your gears? Well, I've already posted on Twitter. It seems every talking head on on YouTube now is begging: subscribe, like, and give us money on Patreon. Well, that's where they they want to they want to people want to live off of it doing it, but I think very few people do. Well, from what I understand, with because the market's just too it's too over. You know, okay. I mean, everybody has a podcast. Yes. It's fun to track down podcasts that like there's just like one guy doing and it's got no subscribers and it's just terrible or it's really boring. And you're like, well, how does this guy have a show? But anybody can do it. 
I mean, we got a weird genre of podcast. It's surprising that anybody listens to this. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. How long have we been doing this now? So 2009. Eight, eight years? Eight years. 2009, yeah. We got to do something for the for the 10th year anniversary. We, I have we no should. idea what that could be. I don't know. I'm always, I mean, you're coming out here end of August. We could always do something when you're out here, like we did with the uh, those videos I finally uploaded, the Mario Kart. And <laughs> yeah, the, I saw those. <laughs> yeah, I finally got around to even bothering with it. I've had it for, what, two years now was the last time you came in? Yep. Two, 2015? Yeah, it's about two years. Um, I think next week is Yeah, it was years. like September, I think, or maybe it was August. I can't remember, but... Maybe I think it was August. Maybe it was September. It was, I don't know. It don't matter. It was matter. when I was on my, uh, you know, big vacation. Yeah. It, none of this matters. That's right. But surprisingly, and this will shock listeners, this is not an off topic. No. No, it is not. This is an actual show show. It's supposed to be a show show. Right. I hope we can focus on the show aspect of the game. Yes. Ho- hopefully we can do a better job than what we did last episode. Because apparently that was just... Well, the last Garbage one was an off. Hated us for it. The last one was an off topic, but the one before, the Breath of Fire two part one, was f- very off topic because what it had been eight months since I beat it. You hated it, or oh, okay. you you grinded so much that you didn't even matter. Yeah. You've like lost all the story, and, and it was just so hard to keep on track. We hadn't did a podcast for eight months, so we to- had a ton of stuff to talk about, not related to games. So, and and apparently somebody left a review letting us have it. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Do you want to do the uh, intro to the show and all that? Yeah, we might as well just get get into the intro. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, eight years. We're Did still you for- oh, no. up the same way. <laughs> Welcome to the Retro RPG Podcast. <laughs> Most pale podcast in firm. Yeah, but at least uh, we still exist. That's Jesus right. Christ, most podcasts, after two, three years, they, they just die. That's what I've heard from fans is that... Uh, most podcasts or even gaming podcasts, uh, they won't, you know, they can't go on for more than a couple of years. I, I, I mean, I, it, it would be easy just to just to up and quit, but but why? I don't know. Uh, most people grow up and become adults. We're, we're the exceptions to the rule and stay like children and play games. Yes. So <laughs> speaking of stay like children. So anybody who's been following the podcast, I'm, I'm 34 now. Most people at work... When they try to guess my age, or they say, "Yeah, you're in your," or I, I say, "When you get my age," and they look at me funny. It's like, "What? You're you can't be any older than I am." And they're like, "25." I said, "Dude, how old do you think I am?" "27." No, no, keep going. No, uh, yeah, I'm 34, and, and nobody ever believes me when I tell them. Oh my God, you look young for your age. Well, I tell them there's three things: no smoking, very little drinking, and act immature. Yeah, I think the immature thing might probably does more of it. They. They, rel- they definitely say that. You relate more to the mo- millennials on a mat- uh, maturity level? Uh, fuck those assholes, but yes. Not on a, Yeah, you're not a millennial. Thank God for that. But I think technically, mathematically, we, we are considered a part of that group. But I saw that. Were there year range? They're like, technically, you're in it? I go, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, we used to be, what, Generation Y or Generation X? I thought we then, were Y. I yeah, had, and then we ended up getting lumped into the into millennials. millennials. I thought it was anybody in the 90s that were born would be millennials. Let's, uh, let's see what the time period is in millennials. There are no precise dates, but researchers typically use the early 1980s as starting birth years. Fuck that. No, it should be 19 or early 1990s. Yeah, because it's where you spend most. Of, so your your teenage years are all spent after 2000. I figure that would be millennial. Yeah. That's like, who cares about you as a kid? Like, your kid range from 1 to 10. Yeah. There's Generation Z. 
What's the next generation? Generation 1? I remember X and Y. I didn't know there was a Z. Uh, Generation Z is uh, birth years ranging from the mid-90s to the mid-2000s. Huh. See, see, now they're they're just making shit up. It just overlaps, and who who cares? Anyway, what were we talking about? You were going to answer the show, I'd hope. Oh. Well, I already did the... I already welcomed everybody. Okay. uh, Do we have any emails or anything? You want to give the email... Address. Oh, yeah, I should probably look at the emails. Uh, we had, we don't have any emails. People seem to just default to Twitter now, which is fine. Uh, speaking of Twitter, I think I've mentioned this before, either on the blog, the forums, or on the show, or all three, or one of the... I don't know. But I'm on the fence whether or not we should keep the forums up. Oh, you want to... Cl- I mean, I would keep them up. What is the... I mean, no, people don't post hardly at all. But you got right. you got Blaine, That's that's how he submits his podcast oh, for like that's how he's doing that's it? yeah oh, um okay. but yeah every i'd say a couple months there might be somebody that posts in there i mean i might just i mean we uh, they used to have more but we used to be more active that's probably why people yeah, haven't been using it we I mean we've yeah. been dead in the water for like we've had two sh- two episodes in the last year yeah, one I mean, one's an off topic and one was probably the shittiest show we ever did <laughs> really to be honest so i could see People not really posting in the forum as much. Well, it, it, well, I, I had I was thinking of two options. It doesn't cost anything extra, right? No, but okay. I'm also looking at it from a security point. It, I mean, I should probably dig into it, maybe shore it up. Um, but here we go. You get into this security podcast, and now all you can't. Uh, no, 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 no I, I've been thinking about that it, it, long before. But um, also, or just keeping it, but. Using it as a um, as a distribution service for ROMs. Like, who the fuck's going to really investigate our website? Who the hell goes there anymore? Yeah, I don't know. Probably getting more people than we do the forums. Because we do... I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I mean... Nah, I, something I, might happen to it. Or, or it might just stay the same. It doesn't matter. None of this matters. No. Uh, there's no emails, by the way. What's the email address again? RetroRPG... No. Nope. Podcast at RetroRPG.net. Jeez, yeah, podcast... Podcast at retrorpg.net and I then I swear to Christ I do that every every episode. Every time. And the Gmail one is just retrorpg at Gmail. So either one. Derek checks ch- the podcast one, I check the Gmail one. I did turn the spam filter on the uh the Gmail one. Yeah, you said it was getting overwhelmed. Oh yeah, it was horrible. So now I turn the filter on and I'm only getting about a dozen spam emails a week. And you can mark those as spam, so yeah. Yeah. You could yeah. eventually filter it down to nothing. Okay, so no real emails to talk about. I do have one new iTunes review. Oh, Jesus. It's very poignant. Is it, and, is it scathing? Uh, it's a bad review, okay? I'm not going to lie. Uh, it's two stars out of five, and this was in July 18th. Well, they okay. deserve it for, based off of that last, uh, not the last one, but the second last. Right, and I think this guy breaks it down pretty well. Let me Let me read it out to you. Okay. Breath of Fire 2 Part 1 Episode. First 40 minutes was about microphones or headphones or cell phones. Also, butt sex. Within five minutes of actually talking about the game, the conversation shifts to a brief discussion on a hands-free labia spreader, followed by the pleasure noises of two pre-mid-30s straight dudes. In their defense, the opening scene of the game is slightly vaginal. They eventually speak more in-depth about the game in between describing their vacation plans but i stopped paying attention to write this review i mean that's fair it is fair he uh i i think that was the, the worst episode we've ever done 
like show episode. I know we did that air conditioner or what, what did we do? Some kind of stupid offhand thing for the, we just uploaded for the forums. Well, but that was, this, the, that was deliberately off topic. Though. Yeah. And that was deliberately awful. So we were never going to even post it because it was just so terrible. This one. Yeah. It sucked. We were, I mean, again, it took me eight months since the last time I beat it. And, uh, you kind of like were over leveled and didn't like, didn't really care for the story. We ca- after not doing a show for almost a year, all we wanted to talk about was other crap. So we all, we both admit that show sucks. And if anybody listens to that show, hopefully they won't just listen to that one. They'll find a better show. If you, that's the first show you listen to. I'm sorry. But you're going to think we suck. And I agree. We do suck on occasion. We remember the labia spreader. You, it came out of nowhere. I was trying to focus. I, I, you got ADD. You just get off on tangents. And I'm trying to keep you on it. I don't know how that came up. I don't remember. I don't, I rem- I don't remember. Know. It's. I don't remember making pleasure. No- Did we make pleasure noise? It's pretty funny to break. Mid thirties straight dudes just making pleasure noises about a labia spreader. He breaks us down. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're children. I don't remember making noises. Uh, I don't remember the butt sex either. I d- I don't want to go back to it because it was so bad. I don't even want to listen to it. <sighs> but that was a good review. I don't. Yeah, I, was- I don't usually like bad reviews because some people are just. Do bad reviews for the sake of it, but no, that was a that was one we've earned. We earned yeah. that one, and hopefully we're going to fix that with this episode and kind of get back on track on for show specific. Of course, we're going to still do a bunch of off topics, and those will be off topic shows because yes. because pe- people seem to love those too, just as much as the show shows. What else is there to open up with? That's pretty much it. I mean, dude, without editing, we're like twenty three minutes in. So you want to <sighs> focus on the gaming question? Child of Light. That's right. You know what we did forget this to do? The intros? What? My name's Derek. Oh, yeah, my name's Don. <laughs> oh, no uh, no wacky. My name's Don! I did that for a long time. I haven't really come up with anything else to do. Yeah, I really should try to come up with different ways to say it. So, okay, back on track. Child of Light. Yeah, you played this on what? The uh, Xbox? The PS4. Or? PS4, okay. And did you play it two-player the whole time? No. No, it was uh, single-player the whole time. But okay. now that Amanda has watched me play, she will likely she's probably she's gonna end up going back to play it. And I told her when when she's playing, I'll take uh, control of the little firefly. Yeah, because you could say it's kind of like two player where you can control the fireflies and somebody else controls the main characters. Yes. Uh. Okay. Uh. Where to begin? Um. Uh. Well, you the, know, what? let's just start with the art. Okay. Let's let's talk generally about the game first before we get into uh, the uh, the step by step. Well, I know this isn't technically a retro RPG; it's a couple years old, right? But it's got that feel. It does. The art and graphics are pretty updated. I didn't feel like they were lacking, but it's def- it's definitely have that has that feel. So you know what the game's based off of, right? No. Paper Mario. Okay. Yeah. 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 And um, South Park was based off of Paper Mario. Which is probably why we enjoyed it so much. Yeah, that could be. So maybe at some point we should uh, 
do Paper Mario. Is Paper Mario considered an RPG? I think it is. I know nothing about Paper Mario other than the fact that South Park's combat was similar to Paper Mario. Okay, so that could that could be that could work. I mean, remember Super Mario RPG? That was a that was a good game. Or what was it called? Yeah, Super Mario RPG. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, that was a great RPG. So here's an image of the combat system. So you have your two characters, it looks like, and uh, it, it's set up very similar to South Park and Child Alike. Okay, let me open it up. You're showing me paper. Okay. What was this on? The original... I think it's on 64. So that would technically qualify it as um, retro. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It looks like you got... HP and FP, whatever FP, flower power, flower of course. Power, yeah. yeah, okay. That would actually, I'd consider playing Paper Mario. That would probably be a, another quick one. I know we're tangenting real quick. Now, now I'm self Well, we're basing uh, it on this. I heard, I, I did hear that this was kind of tied in with Paper Mario in some way. And I think that they made a, a, a actually, a, I forget where it was, um, it was like the early half, or it was about midway through the game that. I, the through one of the um, the cutscenes where the characters are, are looking at each other having a conversation, something was said that I want to th- say they were directly referencing Paper Mario. But you never played it, right? No, I've never played it. But it it just whatever the thing that they said instantly said okay that they were talking about Paper Mario. Oh, I didn't catch that. Well, after about two hours of me playing it, I I figured it out. So, oh, okay, so it's South Park and South Park's based off Paper Mario, so they basically went the Paper Mario route with this game. Okay. Well, uh, so let's go with the basic story of the game is you're this princess, mm-hmm. Aurora, and you go and you kind of like fall into a coma or like some dream where you can't awake from. Yes. And you go into this world, and your whole reasoning is trying to get through this world to go back to kind of save your father who seems to be dying in the real world. Yes, he was poisoned. Right. And you, uh, yeah, because you're the daughter and princess to some duke, and you just basically want to get out of this world and help your family. And you meet this Firefly character to help your journey, which I thought was an excellent tie-in, especially with the battle dynamics. Yes, I did enjoy the Firefly and his mechanics. Yeah, because it's this creature that you're controlling with the other joystick, because I was using a... Was I using a? No, maybe I was just using keyboard and mouse. But you can you can heal your character. You can slow down your enemies, which is I think critical in yes. the game. I'm all, I'm constantly using, and he's got a certain energy bar for how long before his energy runs out. But you can some of the flowers nearby or on the screen, you can kind of regain some energy to either help heal your heal your main character or slow down certain characters on the uh, enemies on the screen. And it really tied in well. I would be. I used it all the time. Oh, real quick. What level did you end the game at? About averaging for your characters. Oh, you want to jump all the way to the end? Uh, good. I wrote, you know I wrote that down. Um, <laughs> I swear to God, if it's in the thirties, <laughs> I, should I even tell you? Because I don't even want to know what yours is. What is yours? You tell me first. <laughs> so all of my characters were mid forties. What going into the final battles? Yes. Okay, okay. We're right around there. Oh, I was okay. I was oh, uh I got a little worried there. Going into those final last like two, three battles, I was level between level forty seven and forty eight. Oh, you were actually higher than me. And the top character Jen was forty nine. Again, 
I don't know. We're going to get into it, but I don't know how many. So I did 100% completion, all side quests, everything. So I, I don't did. know if you went to that. You did? I did 95%. I missed three of the confessions. Okay, those are no big deal. Those aren't even side quests, but uh, I don't know if you did all these side quests. I think there was like 11 or 12 of them. As far well, based off of my achievement list that I uh, I have for the PS4, um, I did ninety five percent. So I'm assuming I did all of the quests. Yeah, we fin we finished roughly around the because I never any enemies I ran into I kind of fight. Yes, unless I, made I it a point. Unless uh, you fast travel back all the way back to the beginning when the enemies were like, there's no point. You're not getting anything from them. I made that mistake fighting two enemies, and they were only giving me like fifty or a hundred experience. And I said, "This is this is really gay. This is wasting my time." Right. So combat system, I couldn't. I don't think they could have done better. In fact, it looks like this game came out a few years back, and I'm surprised that, that there hasn't been a sequel. I think they could have done better. Well, where you where, where do you think they were? So my ma- my main gripe is when you're switching out party members. The uh, my issue was I don't know what oculi setup each of those characters have oh you don't remember what you had them equipped with right sure and i'm not going to take the time to memorize okay this person had the the emerald crap on it and this is their setup and no i I should it it really should have just off to the side where it shows their health bar they don't even have to it doesn't even have to say text they could just use a, a tiny dot like red dot blue dot green dot to show that how how they were set up Oh, yeah, that would be good to see, at least because you're going into another thing. Here's what I like. So everybody levels, no matter all you, you there's a ton of characters. Oh, that was characters. great. I love that. That's great. I, I love that. I think it's it's a bad idea when you you don't have everybody leveling because you'll get to a certain point where you haven't used a character and they, can, they can't they can barely stay alive for a second They're at to a level them up. They're at a point in the story and you have to use them and right. that you haven't even leveled them. And there's so many characters in this one. Some of them I didn't really use at all. So leveling all up is good. I liked how the fact when you switch a character in. Okay, so there's like a whole time bar, right? And your enemies and you all have this certain amount of time before you can select what you want to do. Like what kind of fighting style. If you want to attack, if you want to heal, whatever. And then that takes a little bit extra time to do, depending. So that's why you're using this Firefly thing to slow them down, your enemies, or heal your character so you're trying to base it all around this whole time schedule. Now, when your character comes up, so it says, okay, you reached a time for this character to decide what they want to do. You could switch out a party member. And I love the fact that you could switch it out. If you're switching out the same person that you have currently selected, once the new character comes in, they get to decide what to do. They don't like yes. lose a turn. That's brilliant. Um, you're right. It could have been better on letting you know what was equipped what kind of color and that's what i want to get into is the oculi the combining gems which reminded me of the materia of final fantasy 7 yes it did. i thought that was really well done like because you're just constantly combining gems or different kinds to get different varieties and that helped out in certain battles especially the end bosses where some are weak against certain uh like a fire or water elemental and you have just three different things and it so your weapon system, your armor, and what was the other one? Uh, accessory. Yeah, and it told you exactly what it did. Like this, this thing will have you twenty percent stronger attacks against enemies that are weak against fire or whatever. Uh-huh. So I think they did really did a good job on that. I wish I could have had more gems. That's the one thing that I came down to at the end because I was combining willy nilly. 
So I was combining willy-nilly, and then I looked, for whatever reason, I decided to look at the help um, menu again. I looked at it at the very beginning of the game, and I just kind of said, oh, okay, that's how you combine it. I just kind of tossed it aside. Right. But then when I, when I had about mm, maybe three hours left in the game to play, for whatever reason, I said, well, let me look at the help thing again and see what it says. And I looked at it, and I remembered. I said, oh. And then I read it, and then I said, that's how I can get more of the... Of the, the, I forget what they're called. The the yellow, the citrine, the yellow gems, or the diamonds. Right. They a certain combination requires. Right. Because uh, I'm thinking I need the cit- I need a perfect or brilliant citrine gem so that I can give it to Aurora so that she can do some good damage against the last boss. Because I'm figuring the last boss is going to be light, weak, weak to light. Okay. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's, so that's how I I went about the um, I guess um. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, monkeying. I, I can't think of the word I wanted to use. Monkeying with the uh, the oculi in order to prepare yourself. Yeah. For what you're expecting to min-max, happen. Min max the best I could. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, another great thing about this game is that they include fast trial, tra- fast travel from the get go. Yes. The only thing is you can't travel to a place you haven't been. So once you get to a place, it's logged. You can travel to any of the places previous. Or back, and that's what drove me nuts on certain games. Some, I think it was Breath of Fire too. Is uh, you don't get this warp ability until later, and you had to do all this kind of back and forth that took so much time of walking between towns. So it's great to have fast travel, so you don't have to go through the entire landscape and stay away from enemies and all that just to get certain side quests accomplished. Now, I, I I support fast travel, and I don't support tra- support fast travel. In this game, I support it. In most console RPG, RPGs, I'm okay with fast travel. But when it comes to open world RPGs, and especially MMOs, I have a problem with fast travel. because Like, like Skyrim? You never used fast travel in Skyrim? I use fast travel in Skyrim liberally, yes. But, but for the most part, it, it more pertains to MMOs, where I don't agree with, with fast travel because MMOs are more about community and meeting people rather than just paying a fee to play a game solo. Right. And some of those bigger type games like Skyrim, it you find so much different stuff just walking around in the world. That too. So it, it doesn't pay off to fast travel because you're going to just miss a ton of stuff. Although you got to realize you're just the game's going to be so much longer because of it. But I think it it's worthwhile. I've, st- I've still never beat the... Um, in this type of game, there'd be no point not having fast travel because it's right. so linear and you've already seen, like, it's easy to explore everything and find different side quests and whatnot. So it's not like you're going to miss a lot. So there's no point in just going all the way back and just taking all that time. Yeah. In this game, it really wouldn't make sense for you to have to say, for instance, go way from the, um, let's say the mouse village all the way damn near to the beginning in order to do the shovel slash apple quest. Right. It'd be a annoying. It'd be annoying if you ha- if you didn't have fast travel. Yeah. Speaking of the of the Apple Quest, you used the walkthrough, didn't you? Yes, I was using you the you motherfucker IGN walkthrough on everything. I only looked at a walkthrough just to figure out where I was in the game and how much game I had left. It wasn't ever really needed because it's pretty linear. It's not hard to figure out where you have to go. Well, I do have a bone to pick with you about this game. About the game. Okay. You told me 15 hours tops. Yes. I probably have 20 plus hours logged in this game already. How? I don't know. 
Seriously? You looked on Steam and that's what you have? Or are you just guessing? I'm just guessing. I have no idea how long I've been in the game. Open up Steam and look at it. It tells you exactly I, how... I, I don't have it on Steam. I have it on the PlayStation. Oh, that's Network. right. Does it keep track of hours on that? Let me... Let me. I, I suppose I can check the website and look at my account. Oh, yeah, I don't know if it keeps hours on that. I don't have a you know, PS4. If, I, I would not be surprised if it says like 40 plus hours because there's a lot of times where I just paused the game and then walked away. Well, I don't know if pausing the game keeps the hour thing going. I'm not sure. But I'm telling you, with 100% side quest done, for me on Steam, it was 11.8 hours. Well, you also had a walkthrough. That's true, too. It's fucking but they, captures. But they say 10 to, at the max, 15 I for completionists. Trying to log in. It says, select all the roads. I select all the roads. Now select all the street signs. Select all the street signs. Select all the Oh, cars. yeah. Are you a robot? Click if you're a robot or not. Like, stop it. No, I'm essentially doing Google's work for them. Mm-hmm. Right, where's my account? Because if you go, if you go to, like, what is that website? How long to beat? How long to beat? Child of Light, and it gives you a bunch of people's averages and all that. If you go to that, okay, main story eleven hours, completion it's fifteen and a half hours. Uh, I mean, there's some on. I mean, there's a bunch of different people pulled here. Completionists, some that had a leisure pace of. 28 hours that sounds probably about where i where i'm at because oh it just felt a lot longer it doesn't it didn't feel like that actually it did it felt like a longer game than the 11 you know almost 12 hours i put into it which I'm is just good gonna tell you it felt hideously long did it really you yes. felt like it was too long and you were upset no no no. Oh. no i wasn't upset it just was long yeah i felt like it was really long and i'm like wow it was only like 11 hours? That's crazy, because it felt like I got a lot more of my money's worth. And I did. It felt like a longer game, so I enjoyed it. I didn't, I want, it, I, I didn't want it to be too short where you're like, oh, that was nothing. I can't find uh, it. Does, it's not telling me anything, so I'm not, I'm not going to get up and turn on the PlayStation just to look. I want to jump back into the actual combat system. Okay. I love how you can interrupt yes. enemies. When you attack them, it might not happen all the time. You can combine certain gyms so it can happen a better percentage, but that that was perfect. The mo- the more frustrating thing is they could do the same to you, and that can be annoying as hell. Did you ever use the defend ability a lot? Yes, and again, I have a bone to pick with it because I'd use defend, thinking, okay, I'm defending, and I should be able to use an ability my next turn and not be interrupted, and I'm interrupted, and then the game will yell at me saying, "Oh, use defend to not be interrupted." Well. It's only defending that one character that you select, like selected. You're only oh, defending yourself. So if they hit the other one, you can't help it. But yeah, oh, defend should work. Wait, I could defend the other character? I'm not sure about that. No, you can only defend one person. So you have to have both characters defend each other. You can't like do a defend all, I don't think. Wait, so I can tell Aurora to defend Jen? I don't know. I I didn't use it that often, to be honest. I thought... I thought I you could... can only just... If you selected defend, it would just defend... And you're, the character that you that was currently had their turn would defend. I think you're right on that. Yeah, I'm just saying you can't like defend all. So what if that you don't know what it, the enemy is going to do? He might attack you, or he might attack the other ca- character. You're all only I know, def- all, all I know is that it was never it was never made clear on how to defend to where I couldn't be interrupted. Huh. I thought I thought that's the whole point of the defendability was that you couldn't be interrupted on that turn. No. After wait, so of course I can't be interrupted because I'm defending and I'm not doing a goddamn thing. Well, not only that, it's going to reduce damage, right? Yeah, I don't know. 
Oh, look at that. Isn't it's here? Game facts. Um, here's a uh, question. Isn't defend supposed to prevent attacks from being interrupted? Why does it never do that? Not once have I used it successfully prevent an attack from being interrupted. Oh, you're looking it up. That yeah explains the maybe defense. Just if they attack you, you're it's going to reduce the amount of damage for just that turn, and it's now guaranteed of interruption. Yeah. So it seems that there seems it's the consensus is that it was worded poorly because people are thinking that if they defend then the next turn they should be able to get a free turn essentially but what the game should have been telling you is to defend when you have no chance of pulling off a successful attack which is what i use defend for there you go yeah that kind of was confusing it just says use defend to not be interrupted so i'm thinking okay i'm using defend and i'm still getting interrupted but it should have said use defend when you know you will be interrupted yeah okay i guess that makes sense now yeah, the uh, he, uh, guy says it's unclear. It's not defend this turn, uninterruptible attack next turn. It's more the enemies are going to attack you before you interrupt, before you and interrupt you. Defend so you take less damage and attack quicker the next turn. Now there is uh, you, there's a bunch of items that you get over from enemies or just laying around that I, I collected quite a bit of. You know, I use the heals or whatever and sometimes, mm-hmm. but there is the unstoppable elixirs. Or unstoppable all, and that will make it so you won't be interrupted. I think for like three turns. Yeah, the um, the unstoppable elixir. Those are great. I so, did not use any of my items until the last three bosses. Yes, same here. That I, I didn't use. need to. Yeah, I didn't really need to. In some cases, I'd heal instead of bringing in a character to uh, cure for me because it's just easier to like use an item instead of swapping a character in just to heal. So here's a question. What di- what difficulty did you play on? I went casual. I was on extreme. Okay, because I wanted to enjoy it, and I didn't want to be frustrated. It's more about story for me than actual grinding. and all. So maybe that's why you might have taken a lot longer. That's probably why. So Did you ever... Yeah. You said you logged in. You can't tell how many hours? No, not from the computer. Oh, okay. I, might, it's, I'd it's have not, to, I might have to jump onto the PS4. It's not that important. Again, that 11.8 hours or 12 hours, it felt a lot longer. So, well, the game's really not fast-paced. No. And the game the game does kind of move at a, at a slow but steady pace. It essentially moves at the same pace the, the entire time. Right. And I now we covered the combat system a lot. I'm sure more will come up as we fight bosses. Yes. The Oculite Gym system, we'll cover that more towards the end with the final bosses. What did you think about the skill tree set, which is kind of a la Final Fantasy XII? I did. I instantly thought about Final Fantasy XII when I That's saw it. That's exactly what it reminded me of. Uh, did you kind of tailor each character a certain path? Uh, to begin with, no. Uh, but then around level level ten, I realized uh, I started falling into the game and and started to uh, to identify what uh, job I wanted each character to do. Aurora was essentially my melee damage dealer. Um, yeah, your fighter, sure. Uh, the, Finn um, was the mage. Yes, Finn was a mage. The, like a black mage. I didn't really use them for curing. I think Rubella, that... uh, The tumbler, the jester. Yeah, the tumbler, the circus performer, did have what's kind of considered a white mage, also with fighting ability. I'd say she's more of a red mage. Okay. Um, yeah, I was the same way. At f- for, I looked at all each path, and then I decided what path I wanted to go down. So f- with Finn, I made him go down the whole lightning path, so I got that completely unlocked, so I could have the strongest... Because you have different stars for each ability. So you got lightning, fire, water, attacks. Then you got 
lightning all, fire all, so you can hit all enemies at once. And mm-hmm. you got like one star, two star, three stars, which means they're going to be more powerful. So you're just unlocking more stars, well, stars as you go down this, as you're just going down the skill tree set. So luckily, I I took Finn down the lightning skill tree set first before I did anything else with him. Yeah, lightning that, paid off a lot. At oh, I got lucky on it. It definitely did. So I'm glad I went down that path. I did not go that way, and it was painful. What did you do with Finn? Do you remember? Uh, what he you was meant? balanced. Oh, you were kind of a lot. Because that's the thing is, even with our high levels, I guess it would, I don't know if that's average, but we completed everything and we were in mid to high 40s. There was still a ton of stuff to unlock in the skill tree set. Yes. I'm assuming everybody can go up to level 100. I don't know. I don't know what the max level is, but I do know that. So I beat the game. The 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 very quick um, uh, end credits or cutscene rolled, and then I was back at the start. So same level. So I'm essentially given a new game plus to play to get my hundred percent. Ah, okay, that's pretty cool. What is it? it didn't do that with you? I didn't see that option. I, I sat through the whole credits and everything because at the very end of it, there was a little bit of wrap up story. Very brief. But uh, it was very everything about the ending was very brief. I, I, I don't remember a whole lot of it. Well, I could tell you once we get to the after we do the final boss things, but because I got it written down here. Uh, yeah. So overall, everything was spot on. Combat system, skill tree set, oculi, fast traveling. The the whole little rhyming story uh, was cute. How everybody talked to each other in rhymes. So <laughs> about that. Uh huh. So the first couple of hours I was reading, I was like, oh, dang, this is a fucking kid's game. And I really wasn't <laughs> enjoying it. Right. But somehow the, 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 it just looped me into it, and I really started to enjoy it after a few hours. I thought yeah. it was really cute, but I, I did enjoy the story, and I enjoyed the rhyming, and I enjoyed I, the writing. I did get into it, and it kept you kind of into the story. I mean, the writing is really, really good. Yeah, it was really well done. Um, so, kudos to whoever wrote it. Now, do you remember the boss battles? Not the final, but the rest of them? Do you have, like, an idea? Our first boss battle was a Headless Statues. This was yes. in Chapter 2. Really, I mean, it's just like your introduction boss fight. And all all I had to do was heal once, but I just used fight. Yeah, it was pretty easy. There really wasn't much to, to that fight. And I think you were just by yourself at that point. You just had the Firefly, so... Yeah, I used the Firefly mostly for uh, healing. Did you heal a lot with the Firefly? Yes, I did. He was my regen spell. Yeah, and he did seem... Depending on your level, it would heal more. So it must have been a percentage of your mm-hmm. HP, I guess. But I used him a lot on slowing down enemies. I didn't use him as much on slowing down enemies. Only when I started getting frustrated with, with enemies and their timing. Or if I knew that they were going to fuck me up and interrupt me, then I would use him. But other now than you, that, he just kind of hung around my party. Now, you played this I on extreme mode or whatever. I was on casual. Did you notice... Was it boss battles harder? Did you die a lot? Was it a lot of grinding? I mean, I don't have anything to compare it to, but I did die on a few bosses. Okay, yeah. Just making sure. I wanted to get an idea of how much difference there was. But I did not start dying until I think it was about Chapter 7. Yeah, it was later on for me. The giant I didn't die on. I think it was the spiders that I died first. I'm, I'm yeah, let me see. The second boss fight was the giant. I just defi- I fought and defend... And I use Rubella to heal once. Now, as you're going along, you mentioned you didn't get all the confessions. No, I did not. You got you missed like three of them. I missed three. Well, and there are there 
easy to miss. Some places they're really high up in the screen somewhere floating around that you that wouldn't mo- even think to go. Yeah, most of them are off screen and really high up. Yeah, that's what helped with the walkthrough. It really paid off is to find out exactly where they all were. Um, I liked uh, the chapter four. It was probably one of my favorite chapters. That's the deep, dark well. That's when Finn joins your party, which at first I didn't think he was going to be a good character. Because I'm like, eh, I don't need a healer. And I'm not doing this magic thing. I was really good at just doing fighting. And yeah. I thought I'd just stick to that. It's like, that's eh, casual. But actually, he comes in to be a critical character. Yes. He was so critical for it me later. It was so in important in the end. And you use a ton of magic in this game. I know you and me, especially you, we'll just play the game a certain style. And we might not even use any magic. Or, you know, I remember the first, our first podcast, Final Fantasy. I think I, I picked all fighters. You know how you could pick your classes? <laughs> yeah. I just had a, uh, just a bunch of fighters, and that's all I did was attack. And it worked. Maybe I had a red mage. I can't remember. But mostly, I mean, I I play it however what I can get away with. And sometimes I break the game that way. But, yeah, the, you get Finn. And this is the one where, you know, this whole village is turned into birds, and you have to go down this well and fight this hydra. Which is my favorite fight, boss fight, by the way. It's It was a great fight. I was around level 15 at the time. And I had Finn and Aurora. You have emerald weapons and armor, which is for lightning strength and defense. Mm-hmm. I defeated the water, uh, the water snake first, and then followed by the middle snake. I can't remember what that was. And I subbed in Rubella in Finn's place because he had ruby weapons, and the middle snake was weak against fire. So I threw him in to fight the middle snake. Of course, Aurora's usually just doing attack. And I got Finn back, and we finished off... Uh, the final one really i did i did it reverse how so i did did fire fire earth water oh that's how you uh defeated him yeah hmm maybe because i was i don't maybe just the way i had my gem set up that i had more emerald weapon armors material uh but i was gonna say materia uh that i was like okay i'll just focus on the water snake because i got all this emerald stuff so that yeah, but you you took detailed notes all the bottom boss. Oh yeah, set up for each. Note. I say I'm not that I'm not that autistic. That's I, nice. I, That's, I, I'm autistic now. <laughs> I don't have that level of of um, concentration ability. Yes. There, there you go. That's right. I know you get lost on the drop of a like you see a butterfly and you're chasing the thing, laughing like Wait, I, what? Exactly. <laughs> you're looking somewhere now. See, you can get off track so quick that. Yeah, I write a bunch of notes because I, you understand me, especially lately, later in life, my short-term memory compared to my long-term oh my is God. night and day. Long-term, I can remember all stuff we did back in the day, but short-term, like if you told me what I did for work this week, I can't tell you. I mean, I just, you know, you forget it. It goes through your mind. So these games, I got to take detailed notes because I know there's a possibility that I might not... Uh, we might not record the show for a year, and I have to be <laughs> spot on on like all details. But luckily, man, th- this was no time at all. I was impressed yeah. that you you got through it, especially if you put like twenty some almost thirty hours into it. it you were just saying felt really long. I mean, I would play it did feel and five hours would go by, and I'm looking. I was like, I'm still on chapter four. What the fuck? Yeah, it is pretty wild. The tr- some of the chapters would drag out because at first I'm like, okay, there's ten chapters. And I was thought. And I think the first chapter, you breeze through real fast. You're like, oh, God, I hope they're not all that short. But then they get longer and longer as you go. It's like by chapter seven, I'm thinking, Jesus, maybe, I'm about to call Donna for just some. Can we do this a two-parter? It really felt I, long. I, I mean, was pretty I, so I, pissed. 
But I, I agree with you. It was like, wow, these this has taken a lot of time to go through. And then when you finally beat, you're like, wow, that was only twelve hours. That's crazy. I'll. I'll um, it felt long in a good I'll turn way. The PlayStation on when when we're done with this and see if I can't find out how long I actually played. Although okay. it's gonna be, it's probably gonna be wrong because, like I said, there's there were at least five or six times where I would pause the game and walk away from the PS4 and not return and just let it auto turn off. <laughs> Why'd you walk away? You just got distracted by something. I would, yeah. I'd get hungry and make food, and I'd go watch TV and hop of on course. the computer, and then five hours later, oh yeah, I left the PS4 on. Every every outside, five minutes, I'm hungry again. And you just walk away. Anytime we call each other, either I'm sleeping or you're eating. That's just the way this works. I just finished a bowl of rice when you called. Although you say you're losing a ton of weight now, so I'm not losing a ton of weight anymore. Well, you've lost a lot since I last saw you. Uh, I bet maybe twenty pounds. I think I was around two ninety, two eighty when you. I thought you were. I thought you were in the two sixty range right now. Yeah, I think we're both at our heaviest uh, two years ago when we we came in. God, yeah. I know it is off topic, but uh, Amanda's talking about doing Tunnel Falls. She wants to do Tunnel Falls. I'm trying to talk her out of it. I'm game for it. I mean, it's all. It's five miles long. It's a slight uphill. Okay, you want to get specific? I remember the first time we did it. And I still got those videos from last time you were in. This is the time we completed it. I didn't upload that to YouTube, but it was just you recording on your phone, looking around. Oh, yeah. That time, you actually did pretty good, but uh, the first time, God, did you complain the whole time. And luckily, we turned back because it started raining so hard. Dude, I I caught some level of hypothermia. It was cold, yeah. I, I Finally, I had to leave you for dead because I just wanted to get back in the car because it was like, because you were, I mean, it's... It's a trail slightly up, so on the way back, it's kind of it's a lot easier. It's but it's still not, long, it, and you're exhausted. I'm just uh, I'm gonna have to buy a pair. Of, well, I, that was the plan anyway. Buy a pair of shoes when I'm up there. But those fu- the fucking rocket the the trail it's so bad. I mean, you broke your damn foot on it. Yeah, remember I had something pulled that I actually had to go see a I don't know some doctor to massage it or get it out of you know put something on it. It was painful for like a week, couple weeks. Mm. I'm like, oh shit, do I need surgery now? Because I didn't wear the right shoes. I did wear like shitty shoes for a hiking trail. I shouldn't have done that. But yeah, I'm down for it if Amanda and you are down for it again. Mm. Or we can do Monoma. That's, you know, that's a classic. Just go up to the top of the waterfall or do the whole five mile trail. That's a long one. I mean, it's up to you. Actually, I think that might be 10 miles. Let's see here. We get on Monday. How about we do Monoma on Tuesday? All right, we'll figure this out. Let's let's talk about this other shit. People are probably screaming that we're on off topic. All right, you motherfuckers, get back on track. Yeah. So chapter four was my favorite chapter, and you said that was your favorite boss battle. Yeah. Just the look of this boss was pretty awesome. Also, you get kind of more of the story. There's a cutscene where her father is ill in the real world, and you need to get back. And they give you a side quest where you have to go to these cherry blossom trees and kill these dark spiders. Which I on all the side quests I did. Which I think there was like 11 of them. They were all pretty cake. I did not do that quest. Okay, so but you did some of them, right? Yes. Well, yeah, if you're not following a walkthrough, you might not know where any of this stuff is. It could be anywhere. And at this point, you you've, you know, there's so many different areas to go to. You wouldn't have to go back and find where these cherry trees are. Because I was, I was doing everything, and it get, you get more gems for it, right? Mm-hmm. Or more items. So I wanted to get as much stuff as I could. And I'm glad I did because it came in handy towards the end. What was your? What do you say your most used character was besides Aura? Um, Rabella. 
really, I did not use her as much as I sh- I used her early on. Especially kind of after she got uh, Tumble All. Tumble, yeah, Tumble and Tumble All was good for attacking. It was like another fighter for me. That's what I used. And you got had Cure also or Heal. But yes. uh, in the beginning, I did. But then I kind of got away from using her. And Finn was my number two character. Just at that second half of the game, he was in it. Yeah, second half time. of the game, Finn was uh, Finn was primary. So okay, so I guess we could break it down. The first half, or the, I should say, the first third, or first uh, two thirds of the game, I used Rubella, and then the last third, it was um, mostly Finn, since it was mostly just elemental attacks that I mean that I needed to use in order to get enemies down. Yeah. Okay. There was a bunch of characters I didn't use, and I got them all written down here. Now, Nora is. Aura's middle sister, and she yes. joins the party in Chapter 5. I did use her. I swap, I didn't really use oh. her for fighting because she was a weak fighter, but I swapped her in frequently just to buff Aurora. So she'd come in, she'd buff Aurora, and then and then I'd swap her out with someone. Yeah, I used her up until a point, of course, you know, when that what that point is. Uh, yes. Chapter chapter <laughs> chapter 6 uh, of Mice and Magma, uh, the side quest... There's a free trade side quest that reminded me of like a typical RPG uh, fetch quest that like you have to get all this weird stuff. Did you do this one? The it's apple? The, yeah, the apple to gold. I did. So when he handed me the apple, I instantly and you didn't remembered. Use, you didn't use a walkthrough for this one? No. Oh, wow. Because I paid attention. I, I You were really paying attention. I'm shocked at it. Yeah. So uh, I know you'd be. I, when I when I did this quest, I'm thinking Don's gonna be so proud of me. I am. I can't, that's that's impressive because you had to remember where all these these people were. Because you have to basically get an apple for the sho- for a shovel, a shovel for a lantern, and a lantern to give to this guy that's digging for gold. They're all in different areas. I'm just I'm, I'm surprised that you knew where to go. So you I got where- the apple, and the guy told me I'm supposed to trade and bring, come back with gold. I'm thinking. Well, that's pretty self-explanatory. I'm supposed to trade up to gold. So I have an apple, and I remembered that the dude in, what was it, like some classroom in the bird village. Well, used to be the bird village. And going back to that real quick, those are some ungrateful motherfuckers. They got turned into birds. I save them, and then they're just snotty as fuck. Yeah, I, I got that too. I got that feeling that they weren't very grateful. Like nobody appreciated the fact that I saved their asses. But anyway, um, I, so I sat there and thought for about a minute or two, and I remembered, oh, there's that guy that was complaining about wanting food. Maybe he wants the apple. So I go over there and give him the apple, He and he says, thank you, he gives me the shovel. So I'm thinking, well, what the fuck am I saying? Oh, that's right, there's a dude bro- that's just sitting there on the side of the road. He wanted wanted to, to dig. So I handed him the shovel, and he handed me the lantern, and I'd only seen the, the guy di- complaining, wanting a light, trying to dig for gold maybe an hour earlier. So I said, well, I instantly know where that needs to go. So I brought that to the guy digging for gold, and he gave me the gold nugget. And I said, well, I'm done. So anyway, so I bring him the nugget, and then he gives me my my prize, which I've already forgotten what it was. I got it. It's six uh, strength stardusts. That's right. And all six of them went to Aurora. Yeah, same here. So those are – these stardusts basically just increase your points, kind of like you're leveling up just that specific trait. So you got strength. You got magic. So any magic stardust went straight to Finn. Strength Stardust, Stardust, Straight to Aura. I can't remember what other Stardust I got, but a lot of these side quests gave you that or some gems. That was usually what you uh, gained out of that. Now in Chapter 5, Robert the Mouse joins your party. I, I swear to God, I don't think I used him. I used him every now and again. If I needed to slow somebody up, then I'd use him. 
That's right. Now, who had haste and haste all? Was it uh, Rubella? Nora. I think somebody. Yeah, I was using her for that because it really paid off. Yes. Maybe somebody in the second half had it too. I don't know, Jen. but yeah, Jen. Yeah, that uh, that that only paid. I think I used that towards the end. But Jen essentially breaks the game, which is why they give her to you so late. Yeah, that's good. As you're getting these characters along the way, they already have. They're around the same level as you, and. They give you enough, uh, what do they call them for the skill trees? Just skill points? Yeah, just skill points. So you get enough, like you get even more each time you get a new character. So they can you can unlock a, a good bit of their skill tree to help out. I felt like I, people were leveling up like crazy. Felt like I was constantly going back and forth. You know? I, did, I did like the frequency because it actually felt like you were getting shit done. Not like, yeah. Final, like, like tra- traditional Final Fantasy games where you can go hours before... Another level was obtained. Right at this point, it felt constant. You always wanted to put your skill points to something so you could take advantage of it. Yeah, well, toward the end there, I, I started thinking well, these levels are coming too frequently. It was quite a bit. Well, you have so many characters, and they're not level one exactly at the same time. Right. So, and they're all getting experience from every single battle. Didn't you notice that? I don't know if you did a lot of the side quests, but some of them were just silly, like easy. In Chapter 6, Robert's plate, the mouse, his side quest, you solve a vault combo, and you just oh, hit yeah. both switches, switches twice and light up three orbs. That's yeah. the side quest. So, so I, got, I got to the door, and I'm thinking, okay, there must be some puzzle. So I jumped over to the other switch, because generally in these puzzles, in any game, the, the first switch that's closest to you usually is not the switch you're supposed to hit first. So I hopped over there, hit the switch... And then I matched up the symbols, and the first symbol matched up. And then I, I looked at it, okay, so the first, or the reading left from right, the first marker rotated in the middle uh, dial, not marker, dial rotates. So I said, well, if I jump over to the next lever, then the um, more than likely the last dial will rotate. So I hit the last, so I hit the lever, and the middle dial rotates again, and then the last dial rotates again. But it's not the not the the symbols I want, so I hit right. it again, and it just okay. There you go. Yeah, I was like, well, I would be impressed with myself, but it's that that really wasn't that hard. Yeah, for a side quest, it's like, oh, okay, that was it. All right. Yeah, some of these puzzles are they're not insultingly easy, but they're damn near close. Yeah, a lot of them are easy. I like the ones where the firefly has to shine stuff. Yes. And certain thing that's cool. So speaking of the last one, where you had to do the um, those weird patterns, the four patterns with the statues on the yeah. floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was completely fucking it up. So I'm doing 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 the door thing, and I thought that I was supposed to line him up with the symbols that were at the base of the statues. And I'm wondering, I'm getting frustrated. I think it's like, okay, I'm hitting this the thing. But I'm getting the wrong symbol, and I'm getting the same symbol on both statues. What the fuck wrong am I doing? So I've I fiddled with it for for a good five minutes, and then I just kind of floated him over. I hit the the um, the touchpad in the center of the controller by accident, which toggles him on and off. Yeah, and I wasn't really paying attention because I toggled him on by accident, but I was re- really wasn't paying attention. And as he floated, as I floated him over to the other side, the symbol that I wanted came up, and I stopped him. It's like, okay, where is that coming from? And then I realized, okay, he's hovering right over the tip of their little spear. That's what's causing, what's displaying the shadow. Hmm. So I was, I was completely fucked up. Okay, just a little off, yeah. Yeah. 
I was doing it from the base of the statue because that's where the symbols were, were. Some of the symbols, the moon symbol, were at least, and I thought that was supposed to be the um, the symbol, but it was not. I had to go further up the statue. Damn. All right. Was there a specific boss that you found tough before the final bosses? For me, it was the for me it was the Griffin. The Griffin. Let's see here. At least that um, was the toughest boss yet, and that was in chapter seven. The spider boss before that, I died on. I, that one wasn't too bad for me. I had uh, Aurora and Nora do physical attacks till they were dead. You kill the first two small spiders first. So the two small spiders, you focus on and kill them, and then you focus on the giant one. Well, the, the, the griffin was a pain in the dick because I kept attacking the griffin with slash all, or not slash all, but tumble all, and the griffin would just counter with slow. And then I realized, okay, I need to leave the griffin alone. So then I got <laughs> yeah. tired of, I got tired because I wanted to switch Nora out and I was tired of just having Nora taking up useless space, just redo, recasting haste. So I stopped attacking the Griffin and that solved the thing. So I got rid of the shadow girls. Right. And then I focused on the Griffin. Yeah. You got to kind of get them out of the way first. I, this one was, I was constantly swapping characters. So I was have Finn do lightning all strike. Rubella would come in with an uh, ailment protection all. To get rid of that whole slow stuff, and that he would cast on you and have Aurora attack and use Starlight. See, I didn't use the uh, ailment. I just had Nora cast haste over the slow. Oh, you're just fighting it that way. Okay, yeah. that works. That works <laughs> just too. Kind of brute forcing the whole thing. Yeah, because he kept. Yeah, they kept trying to slow you down, and that was a. You don't need that in a battle. That's time based. That's the worst thing to happen. Even with your little firefly trying to uh, firefly trying to slow him down, yeah. it's still a pain. Now. And again, I butcher names. Ongus joined your party. The really big, he was like a tank. Yeah, I only used him when when I needed to. And as soon as I got the rest of my party members, I didn't touch him ever again. I used him a bit for fighting. I thought he was pretty good as a fighter. Although I did like, I did miss his um, percent chance to instantly kill the target. Yeah, there's. I think it was really low, right? But I did. Le- I, I mean, I was still leveling him. But I took him down that path, and the second level, which is what I got to, I think it was a 20% chance to instantly kill. Nice. Yeah, that's, which, is, that's, which is respectable. I guess that wouldn't work on bosses, though, right? No. Yeah, I, don't okay. think it would. I didn't think it would. Speaking of status ailments on bosses, I was pleasantly surprised to see that I could slow and paralyze my bosses. It's, it helped out, especially at the end, the final bosses you needed to. I cannot begin to tell you how much I'm getting pissed off that a boss battle comes up and you can't do anything to him except for either cast magic on him or physically attack. Why can't I poison him? Why can't I slow him? Why yeah, almost, any, at least in Final Fantasies, almost all of them are immune to a lot of that stuff. Yes, and it, it's bullshit. Yeah, that I'm is frustrating. Like, why even give me these, these status effects? Because what do you think I'm about- not going to use them on minions because I kill them too fast and it's a pointless waste of time what do you think about the whole missing sometimes you missed it'd be frustrating when you have a time it's all timing it didn't really happen as as all that frequently it didn't yeah you're right and they miss on you more than i think you miss on them so i i think i they dodged my attacks i could probably in for the entire gang i could probably count um my hands and my my hands and feet how many times that i've missed it, re- it rarely happened you're right it didn't happen that often i guess that's not really a Big complaint. Stop, stop making mountains out of molehills. Yeah, that, that was nothing. 
I got nothing to Stop complain about. Stop being a bitch. I got nothing to complain about this game. I, I, this game was great. Now, Chapter 7, we find out the story changes, which is interesting because Nora, your middle, I guess, stepsister, is evil. I kind of figured that was happening because she, she was just being a bitch from the get-go. So you picked up on that? I, I, I totally was caught off guard on that. I was thinking it's like there there has to be something here because the sister classic classic fairy tale yep. sister I or the sibling cut. is generally always up to something. Yeah, it's like that. Uh, what is it? The Brothers uh, Grimm like fairy tales. There's always Cinderella. Yeah, yeah there's very always Cinderella vibe to it. Yep. So that came in evil sister, evil stepmother working together to stop you. Although I did regrettably. Uh, give her a few of the stardust at the beginning when I first got her. Yeah, because you then, don't know. Right. Yeah, but after the mouse people, I'm thinking, I was like, she is just being a total fucking bitch. Something is up. Something has to happen later in the game. I'm not giving her shit anymore. <laughs> now we're getting down to the nitty gritty of the last couple of chapters. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, it got quiet. Are we done? No. Uh, chapter eight. Uh, did you use... Ongus's plight, that that side quest where you have to go through all these doors to follow the symbols. Yes. That was that was pretty once you figured out oh it's in the background what symbols what, that was yes. pretty easy. The boss in this case, I can't even say the name of the boss for chapter eight, but it's it's your evil stepsister. Crepusculum? I don't know. Yeah. Uh in this case I focused on killing the two wraiths first. So did I. She uh Aura uses light ray, Finn uses lightning strike. And then once the wraiths are dead, or and Orgus just attack and heal potions when their health is under 100. So it wasn't too bad. But at this point, you get the moon, and Aurora hits puberty fast. Yes, very fast. Yeah, you're just, okay, now you're like a, a teenager, I guess. She, um, oh, so <laughs> I did find the porn in the game. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, so when you have Aurora, for whatever reason, Aurora ended up in the back I don't understand why she through just through party changes in throughout the game, but she she the second half of the game she prominently was in the back, and the same thing happened with Nora too. So I forget what spell it was, but if I cast a certain spell on Nora, her dress would fly up, revealing well legs that stopped at her thighs mm-hmm. because they just they just didn't draw the the legs after that. But with Aurora, if I cast light beam. Or light ray, she would the, the the dress would fly up enough for a split second. She, you'd see the her crotch area, but you, you it, saw that she had panties on. Is what you're saying? I, I wouldn't call them panties. I I still didn't get a good solid look, but the best I can do is that she had on some sort of like spandex type um, underwear, like Spring, running like, shorts, like yoga pants or something. Yeah. But just an underwear store. Okay. And they were red. You, uh, wow. With a, uh, with a black crotch. So were you casting that all the time, Light Ray? Just like, Well, because yeah. well, it was a very powerful spell. How, so we, I right, very quickly noticed. That's why you're using it, yeah. I did not catch that. Damn, you got a good eye. <laughs> <laughs> For filthy things. Yes. Yes, I do. Now, looking at chapter nine here, you fight an ogre. Um, this is where it's kicking into gear and when did i get it doesn't say so this ogre boss uh it seems like all the bosses now that we're getting they always have extra people with them mm-hmm. that you have to get out of the way first this was hyenas and now finn is becoming super strong 
with the skill tree set. His lightning strike on these hyenas was doing 600 plus damage. Damn, that's heavier than what I was doing. And then uh, uh, I'd swap him out, and Aurora and Ungus would just use attack until the ogre was dead. So it was cake. Well, that you, I do remember the, the that fight, and that the ogre fight was cake. I didn't have any problem with it. And the, the, and in the end, Jen is like optional. He's a side quest. You can fly back after defeating the ogre to get him. Yes. And you said you got him. I got Jen. Yes. Her. Okay. Her. That's right. Uh, and I prioritized the slow strike skill for her. The skill tree set. That was my priority going down. Her skill tree set. Now we come to the final chapter, chapter 10. Chapter 10. absolute beast i've unlocked the three star lightning strike all and i've seen what yes i have that one okay you did have that one i've seen as much as 1266 hit point damage from this i've gotten a four digit thing from him once when it yeah created. so super strong this is the he was definitely in there most of the time uh i did the side quest with the lost flyer flies throughout the world we have to collect all six of them and bring them back. I, I think you get I think you get some gems for that. Now, uh, did you collect the flying pig to give to the girl? That side quest? No, I didn't do the pig. You get five uh, HP stardusts. I think I gave them to Aurora, too. I think she was getting the, all the strength and HP once. Just to improve her, because she was going to be the main character. And, you know, I doubt she was going to turn out to be evil. So we're going to keep her, and she'd probably be the main character in most of the end bosses. Okay, here's where I found out that you can get the ultimate gemstone. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, the onyx thing? No, the princess stone. Mm, I did not get that. I looked it up, and it's a combination of combining stuff. So princess stone is basically a combination of a brilliant diamond, a brilliant onyx, and a brilliant spindle. You combine all three of those to create a princess stone. So some, I must have saw this in the walkthrough or something. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I had to look at all my stuff. And of course, you're at, you're combining gems willy nilly. Like, I'm like, oh crap, I don't think I could do it. So I, I, it was like a math problem that I spent 20 minutes on going back and forth, writing down what I had and say, okay, if I combine this and this Jesus. and this. And, this. and I finally figured it out just barely to get it. Jesus Christ. I know. I was obsessed. Here's what it is. You give it to Aura. For her attack ability. And it increases her attack power by 40%. That's a huge number. God damn it. I want that. I, I know. It helps. So now she's a boss because of the princess stone. Although you use a lot of gems just to get this damn thing. So you're combining a lot of stuff <laughs> just to give her this one thing, which is worth it, I think. Um, do you remember the large sea monster? The, this boss battle. Uh, this is right before the actual final Oh, yes. Boss I did that one. Yeah. So... Again, lightning strike all is paying off great. And Aurora's got star starlight all. Jin comes in for the slow strike all. It wasn't it wasn't too bad of a battle. So we're now we're getting into final ba- boss battles. And I got even written down what everybody has. Uh, so I was using uh, 
Finn, of course, had lightning damage. Brilliant emerald. So lightning damage, brilliant ruby. So I was doing everything to increase his lightning power. Because he already had level 3 lightning strike all. Let's add on to that damage. Um, same with Angus. He had brilliant emerald. Uh, but basically everybody, for the most part, all the main characters. I only have four characters that are really decked out with gems. The other ones, I'm like, I'm not even going to use you. I don't care. So that was Aura, Finn, Ongus, and Jin. Those are my four main characters I use for the, the final bosses. I also have a ton of items because you didn't really need items that often. Maybe use heals. Uh, the uh, let's see here. The last that I used, or the, my party setup at the at the end was Aurora, obviously, Finn, and Jen. Okay. Rebella didn't come in at all. Yeah, same here. Longus did. I used him a little. So, first boss battle. Nox. The first final of the two. This is Cordelia, which is her other stepsister. Mm-hmm. How, how'd you go about this, this boss I died. battle? Was it just, like, wiped out? Uh, yeah. I, I died twice. Well, how did you alleviate? How did, what was your strategy? So, I... Just continue to brute force it until. Of course, of course. And what were you doing? Just attacking and. Yeah, Aurora just, just mostly just attacked. Um, but uh, Rubella did stay around quite often to heal and use. This is where I started using all of my items. Oh yeah. Because it, it just the cast times on on the other stuff was too long. I focused on the tentacles first. Yeah, uh, that was a good call. Sure. So I got the got the tentacles out of the way. And then I slowed her. So the third the third time, I finally got both tentacles down, and then I kept her slowed. But then she used... But then I noticed she was gathering strength or whatever it was. And then instead of starting about 30% up the weight bar, I noticed the boss started way at this beginning of the weight bar. So I'm thinking, something bad's about to happen. Yeah, you know, it's anything that takes longer cast time or whatever. So you know, there's going to be a problem. I at that point I just had I swapped Finn in, and Finn just used lightning, and then uh, Aurora just beat the shit out of out of the boss. And I had um, the uh, the Firefly constantly just just toggled on, lit up the entire time. Any time that he uh, he was low, I'd uh, have Finn or Aurora, whoever was whoever was faster, uh, give him one of the Firefly potions just to keep him mm-hmm. going. So I think I got about eight or nine turns in before I finally killed the boss without the boss ever doing anything to me. Nice. Yeah, that's really good. Because once I got the tentacles down, the boss was fucking easy. Yeah, I agree. That's My strategy was, of course, focus on the tentacle arms first. And so first I used a lull potion to put both tentacle arms essentially asleep. Next, I did not do that. Again, I just kind of brute forced my right, way. Right, I know. Until- I know. I was just trying to see what what items could I use to help me out no matter what. I used an unstoppable all potion for everybody so nobody gets interrupted. Finn was doing lightning strike all. That was doing about 250 damage on the arms, but six to 700 on Nox. Uh, Aura did slash all and just kept using healing potions. So it wasn't, it was a, it was a longer battle, but it wasn't too bad because you just keep lolling the arms if they come back. And with Finn, his lightning damage was very strong. So that definitely helped out. Now, what is, let's go into the final boss battle. It just throws you right into it. The evil stepmother. Do you give you a chance to heal or anything before it? No. Yeah, that's what I... But, I, and I was a little irritated because 
I'm thinking, well, I, I don't, I need to change shit out. What the fuck? So, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going. So yeah, <laughs> you're gonna fucking hate me on this, or, or I don't know. Maybe you won't. So the, 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 the boss, the final boss fight starts up, and I'm thinking, what the fuck am I gonna do? So before, so you have, you have your, your two menus. You have the main menu and then the sub menu. So I'm looking through the main menu. You have um, action and a use item and and flee and a bunch of and I think one other thing I can't remember. But I remember I stopped on flee. And I'm thinking I have never used this. But traditionally speaking, you can't use flee on a boss fight. No. I'm gonna use flee and see what happens. And I use flee and I fled and it just put me right back at the altar and I was able to swap all my gear out. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> Wow, they've let you get away with anything. You could use any, uh, like slow or poison or anything on a bosses. You could also run away from them. Yeah, I said, well, if it if if it doesn't work, it's probably not going to work. It, w- worst case is I'm going to die, and then I'm just going to be put back at the altar anyway. So it's I'm just going to end up getting what I want. Yeah, not bad. So how how did you go about this final boss? So I, I I I did not die. Because I was, I knew what I was getting into. Yeah. So I had, um, I had Rubella because she had tumble all. She, I equipped her with one of my brilliant citrine gems with the light damage, and Aurora had the other one because she had slash all. And I just essentially just used slash all and tumble all and healed when I needed to to bring down the owls. Right. So the owls died, and I focus on the main boss. But she brought back one of the owls, but. Yes. She brought back one of the owls with 850 hit points. And I knew from previous experience that Slash All and Tumble All both did 425 hit points worth of damage. Perfect. So I said, well, I know exactly how many turns this is going to take. So two turns. But both of them were already already slowed at that point, so I managed to get it off. So yeah, this the boss fight after the again, after the owls were gone, were a fucking cake. Right. Uh, yeah, I remember that that she did bring the owls back, but they're not fully like top, you know, health. Yeah. So they're a lot easier to kill the second time. Yeah. So I did at the very beginning used unstoppable all. So I'm not going to be interrupted. Finn does lightning strike all. That's his, his uh, ultimate magic. It did about 250 damage for the owls and 450 for the stepmother. Uh, Aurora does starlight all. And that's about 180 damage for the owls and 300. Oh, you were doing it wrong. You shouldn't have gone the starlight route. You should have gone the, um, was it the, the ray, the sun ray or whatever it was. The, whatever the ray is. That's, ray ladder, yeah. So that one did more, huh? That, yeah, the, I, I read a few walkthroughs afterwards and the consensus seems to have been that the ray was the more powerful of the spells. That's the route I t- did take her. I got her to the level, the, or to the, what is it, the the star ray all or whatever it was right i remember that one i should have went down that path i didn't know that was a this one was a weaker well it tells magic. you it tells you what the power attack power is yeah luckily i mean i was using healing potions whenever needed but this it took a while but it wasn't it wasn't tough i don't think i died on her and that was pretty much the game like at the end essentially you get back the duke now here's the weird thing the duke dies mm-hmm and the water rises in the home world, so she brings everybody back to Lemira. This this kind of she's essentially Noah at this point. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that the Duke died in the end. 
But again, you got fairy tale land where they just kill off everybody, and of course, stepsisters and all that are evil. So it makes sense. I I, I have nothing else. Me either. <laughs> I accept. I, I I love the game, and I hope to play it. The I hope there's a sequel or so. The designers make another one like this. And now I now that it's you brought up the whole Paper Mario thing that I remember somewhere reading on. That would be a good one to try also. Yes. Since it looks but, like it's a level up system. But I don't want to do it just yet. That's fine. I want to do the other game I told you about. I Fallout, I, Fallout I want to do I want to do something else. Ugh, I have Fallout already installed. I'm actually what, an hour into the game already. No, don't 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 do it. It's it's another it's another game on your list of the three. Uh oh. Right. I, you gave I, me uh, three options. Yeah, I did. Hold on. Let me look. The reason uh, don't tell don't tell me don't tell me. Um, well, let me you mentioned so, well. So so nicely, the Republic. You're gonna instantly poo poo because of Star Wars game, and that leaves Dragon Age Origins. Nicely, the old Republic. R- what? I don't hate Star Wars. I just like Star Trek better. What's the now? Hold, now, God, now look Uh-oh. here, you asshole. Uh oh. I have tried. I've pitched this game in his past, and you have instantly cussed me out because it's Star Wars. You said fuck Star Wars. No, I'm not playing it. I think you're remaking history here. I uh, th- I am remaking history because it has half it's fucking happened already. So of course I'm going to remake it. I think your memory memory's bad. It, it that, uh, yes, but I'm not the one on trial here. You you got no proof that I ever said that. I don't remember saying that. And my mer- memory's terrible. So I'm uh, I'm going to put it out to our listeners. If if Don has ever said this, and if you can provide Don and myself with a sample I'll, of Don saying no, that Star Wars is garbage. Who knows what episode it would have been on. I mean, I don't think we discussed this. Here's the thing with Fallout I will 2. offer a prize. This no, is, don't, you, don't in listen the spirit, to him. In the spirit of Ready Player One, there is a, <laughs> there is a potential Easter egg hidden amongst all, our, all of our shows. If Don, if you can find a sound sample of Don poo-pooing Star Wars and saying that he doesn't want to play any Star Wars games... I will, uh, I'm not going to give you 230 some odd billion dollars, but I'll, I'll find a, a prize. Don't listen to him. He's lying. He's not going to give you a prize. <laughs> Don't go back and listen to all 60 some odd shows just for this thing. It's not worth it. He just wants to be right. Don't let him be right. Well, Don okay. just don't wants, to be, wants to be right. Don't uh, let I him looked be at, right. I looked at gameplay on all three games, right? Mm-hmm. And I think this one would be the, would be the most enjoyable that I, I'd get out of it. Again, I know I'm not into the whole Star Wars realm, but it looks like a fun game. Fallout 2 was where I was leaning originally, but that looks like Planescape Torment, and that makes me sick to my stomach. I've played Fallout 2, and it's not as big as Planescape Torment. It could be. I mean, it's... Yeah, you have you have looks, a main story that you can follow, and there's a lot of side questing and all that. If we did it as a three-parter, I think it'd be easier for you to swallow. Hmm. But I am up for Star Wars The Old Republic. Well, Star Wars Old Republic, that looks like a 60-hour game for what I'm reading. It's a very long game, yes. I, I'm, not picking it to, well. I'm not picking it because of shortness or anything like that. I, you know, I want a good long game. It's, we'll probably have to, we'll, we'll play it by ear. We'll, yeah, I don't, it'll be I don't at know. least a three-parter. We'll, we'll figure this out. Yeah, I don't know. Fallout 2 just looked like it was going to be just such an epic, and it had that same style. So here's the here's the thing about Fallout 2. It can be shorter if you want to do a little cheating. And I don't mean cheating as in hacking the game and all that. Cheating as in you can get power armor within the first hour of the game. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, you literally well, just walk over to it and pick it up, and there you go. Okay, so that's not cheating. What does that make the game just cake? Yeah, the the game is absolutely cake by then. All the fighting is cake by then. And I was actually gonna put that as a as a caveat into the uh, into our playing that none of us would go for the power armor at least until a certain point of the game. Oh, well, now that I know it's there, I really want it. <laughs> it would be I, again. I don't. It's not so much about struggling with the fighting. Isn't there a lot of story? There is a lot of story. I don't know. I got, I'm torn now. I got to. I, I have, a, I have uh, on on Twitter. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Let as you can give Don the pros and cons of of Fallout Two, and either persuade or dissuade him from from trying to play it. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to start playing any of them until after you've been out here. It, yeah. Well, no. There's not. There's not going to be any more games played this this month. Although yeah, I gonna... will get a head start on Knights of the Old Republic. Okay, that's the one I'm... Honestly, I think that would be a good one to do. I know it's a super long game. Is there a lot of side quests? You've played it. Yeah, there's a lot of side quests, but it's up to you. The side quests can be important, but generally the side quests are kind of tied in with the main quests, is that you can do them as you're doing the main quest. From what I remember. Would there be good walkthroughs out there on this? Yeah, there's a lot of good walkthroughs. Would there is there good places to stop? Like if we were going to do a two-parter or a three-parter, would there be significant... So I mean, the, the game's essentially broken up into into different planets. Let's. I'm not saying never Fallout Two. I'm just saying out of these three games you gave me, that's the one I'm leaning towards. There's um. Let's see here. You have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You have eight planets, and essentially each planet is its own main quest. Okay. And and you you start on shit. Where do you start? Terrace, I think. Or t- t- tel- Telos, Telos. I think it's Terrace, and, and it doesn't matter. Um, or wait, no, this is, is this the MMO? I think I'm fucking it up. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, bro. I'm going to save that edit audio bit for future. Oh, I'm fucking it up. No, I don't, I don't, know, know, what I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, it's a terrace and then Dan, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Actually, there's like 11 main areas you go to. Huh. But it's... I'm, I just think you 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 played it before you beat it. You love it. It seems yeah. like a it seems like a game more on the lines of the first Mass Effect. Yes, it is. So I think that'd be an easier one for me to get into compared to Fallout Two. I can't remember what I looked at a uh, Dragon Age Origins or whatever, but I, yeah, this let's go with this. So main story, time to beat. Just the main <laughs> story, leisure pace forty three hours. Main plus extras fifty seven hours. Completionist seventy hours. At a leisure yeah. pace. Right, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what kind of side quests. I don't know if I even... Do you need a walkthrough, or can you just follow it simplistic? You, know? mm, you can follow it simplistically. I can see you getting stuck on some of the, some of the puzzles, though. There is a one puzzle, the Jacob's Ladder. I think it's called the Jacob's Ladder puzzle that has stumped a lot of people, and they had to look it up. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, let's do it. It might be a three-parter, which is so rare. Have we only done one three-parter? Super Mario RPG was a three-parter, even though it really didn't need to be. I don't. Have we ever done another three-parter? Um, I'm trying to think. Not I think recently. We, I can actually look that up instead of asking the narrator. But this is a pretty long game, and I like to do extra stuff like side quests and stuff. So uh, it's not a Jacob. It's not Jacob's ladder, but on, I, I now it's put. It's it's. Again, I'm becoming obsessed. I have to know the proper name for this. No, we did do three different three-parters. Super Mario RPG, Final Fantasy X, 
and Final Fantasy V. Well, Final Fantasy III had to be a three-parter. Did I miss it? Oh, Final Fantasy VII was three-parter. Okay, there's four. Let me see where's Final Fantasy... You're right. There's a bunch of them. All right, so there's like five different ones. Final Fantasy III, seven, five, ten, and then uh, Super Mario RPG, which really didn't have to be. I think we overshot it like part three. We're like, oh, there's nothing left. So that was overdoing it. That should have just been two parts. So all the three-parters were all Final Fantasy, which makes sense. All of them? All, all yeah. Or all Square games? They were all Final Fantasy. Three, five, seven, and ten. We all did three-part shows on. Super Mario RPG, we did also, but again, that was our bad. We didn't need to. It could have been a two-parter. I think this might be our... This might be a three-parter. Yes, this should be a... Uh... We'll just have to figure our first stopping point for part one. And I'll let you decide that. But we can, Again, we're going to start re- actually playing the game. You might play it now, but I'm going to wait. I think it's on Steam, right? Towers right. of Hanoi Puzzle, that's what it is. I'm, I'm going to start playing it after after your visit. I'm going to get a head start on it. I've Actually, I've already got a head start on it. What's funny is that I have it loaded on my tablet, my Amazon Fire 8-inch tablet. How do you play it on that? Aren't you, don't you need like it's, a keyboard? It's it's doable. I don't like it on the tablet. I need yeah. my mouse and keyboard. So and thankfully, I haven't I haven't even left the Endar Spire yet, which is the first area you start in. So I'm just gonna tra- essentially remake the character and do it on the PC. Yeah, that's what I think it's on Steam. So I'm gonna do it from PC. Should I actually have it? I should have it already on Steam. Probably. I'm making sure right now. Where is it? 224 games. Jesus, you're ridiculous on games. Well, a lot of them came as a pack. bundle deal. Yeah, I know. Yeah. All right, I'm installing it now. Okay. I'll start it this weekend. Try to get a little head start that way. You're not fucking waiting forever. I know, because more than likely, I'll get to part one before you do, because I just I play it hardcore. I'll have like a day of nothing planned, and I can actually just focus on a, a game. But then again, I don't know. I mean, it seems like a long one, so we'll see. But you really like this game, so it shouldn't take you long to play through it. Yeah, I've been wanting to replay it anyway, so this is this is actually going to work out. That'd be funny if I just complete. I just complain the entire time on the show about it. Like, oh, it sucks because it's Star Wars and Star Trek did this better. So it, it does use the light and dark aspect. Mm-hmm. So are you going to go make a light character or a dark character? Oh, you could play on either side. Uh, essentially, no. It's how your character evolves. It's not whether or not you're going to play for the Sith or play for the Republic. Well, I thought that would be how it worked. One side's good, one side's evil. I didn't know you could have a dark no, it's, Jedi. It's it's the way it's it's like Mass Effect. I mean, you can either be a dick or you can help people. Oh, is there any benefits or things against? Does it change the game drastically? Like it's supposed to when it, you do it this? It changes. It changes how your party interacts with you, and it changes some of the abilities you have access to. Hmm. I figure being a good guy, you'd have better access. People get along with you better. I played both. And from what I remember, the Force Lightning from being a Dark Jedi was overpowered as fuck. Meaning you would kill everybody before the round was even over. Before the oh. first round even even ended. So the easier of the two is to be the Dark One. Well, that's the easiest of them. But then you're just being a dick. And eventually, I think some of your party just leaves and, and wants nothing to do with you. I'm trying to remember, because it, it reminds me of Mass Effect, because you could be dick to certain characters. 
Remember, like yes. uh, in the first Mass Effect, if you're, you're going to sleep with somebody, you're just really nice to them, and then you're total trash to somebody else. Or you can no, switch see, it up midway. Now, see, for, it didn't. From what I remember, again, this might be some rose-colored, rose-tinted glasses going on, but compared to Mass Effect, Kotor didn't really have the overly dickish options that Mass Effect did in order to be Renegade in Mass Effect. I remember Mass Effect. If you're going, if you're playing the 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 renegade route a lot of the responses were just beyond dickish like un- even even uh, somebody just who's a dick in real life wouldn't even do that yeah it was shocking some of the shit that came out the, some of the options of the shit that you could pick i couldn't even click on i'm like nah i, I can't be that but I, I had my friend Ari who played the game several times through different difficulty levels all that sometimes he would just pick the po- worst possible thing to say to people just to see how everything played out well yeah i mean that's and they, you could just look at their face. They just, they just hate you. They just absolutely despise. <laughs> Everybody fucking hates you in that game if you're an asshole. Yeah, but there is no middle ground. It's you're either a good guy and friendly and people like you, or you're just a you're just a walking asshole. Isn't that the same with this Knights of the Old Republic? Uh, I can't remember. I don't know which way I'm going to go. It's, it depends on how I feel, and it's basically conversation style like Mass Effect on what, how you decide to be a dark or light. Yeah. Okay. But a lot of your uh, your party members won't like you, depending on how you how you handle things. <sighs> I'm gonna have to think and about that one. And it's sad because two of my favorite characters in this game happen to prefer you to be a dark, uh, prefer you to be a dick. Why is that? Why would they they're, prefer they're dark? Yeah. So they won't the, get along with you if you're good. They will, but. It, it, some abilities will be locked to you. Um, it just and, seems uh, like the dark ones is the better way to go. I mean, I'm sure you've... Hold on. Now, now it just seems... A, you get stronger uh, stuff. You get more abilities unlocked. What's the point of being a good one besides, you know, not being a dick? Um, I mean, it's a game after all. You don't have to play it like you do real life. Just because I, I'm saying horrific stuff at the game doesn't mean I'm going to be that way in real life to people. Although I might be. Man. Hold on. Harbor. <laughs> Damn it! That's the, I don't want. I don't. That's too. Uh, that's that's too spoilery. Yeah, don't give anything away. Damn it! Right, here, well, here's one of the one of the characters, HK47. He is just fucking hilarious. Okay, let me open this up and see this. All right, I'm watching the video of HK47. I'll include this on the. <laughs> I'll include this on the actual uh, website so people know what I'm watching. <laughs> so you're picking what? To say, or he's the AK-47, HK-47. No, HK-47 is the NPC. Okay, so you keep, it's just response. Yes. Just calling you a meatbag. Yeah, that's his favorite word, to call humans. <laughs> Bulbous slushiness presented in your <laughs> presence, in your form. Yeah, God. Damn. So I guess this is one of the characters that wants you to be mean. Yes. Because he seems to be a bit of a dick. Robot. He, he is an evil robot. He's he's an assassin assassin robot. Uh, yeah, it's too. I'm sold. We're we're doing it. <laughs> Just for fuck Fallout Two. We'll get to it when we get to it. This is the game that takes priority. Okay. I'm gonna be such a dick. You can be a dick. But I might. I have to decide. Oh, it's gonna be. Well, I mean, you're you're. I'm gonna say you're free to use a walkthrough. I mean, we're gonna use use walkthroughs on every game. For the most, I mean, you say it sounds like it's not as simplistic as knowing where to. It's not linear. No, they're not going to hold your hand. So I might need to, and I want to get get everything. 
There's a lot of slow points in the game where the where the story just seems to drag and you're doing shit that just are dumb. Oh, that sounds entertaining. Yes. Now they can't. You can't actually die because you're a Jedi and they can't hit you, right? Well, no, you can die. I mean, like in the movies, they can't hit like any any Jedi's. They're just terrible at aiming. So I figure you have no problem just beating up the enemy. Well, later on in the game, you do get a lightsaber and you can do the the parry thing. Oh, okay. Where you, where you shoot blasters blasters back at them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sold. All right. You definitely. Right. I think I remember you bringing in this game up. Yeah, and like, that's when you probably poo pooed it. I can't. And I you. can't remember exactly what my response was, but uh, hopefully a fan doesn't look that up because <laughs> I don't think it was too too good. It, it might have been off off the air. I don't know. Maybe but I if, don't. But remember. if it exists, so, some prize exists. Somebody might know. I don't know. Okay, well that's the next game, everybody. Yeah, we, we just fa- we solved it right here. Okay, my name's Derek. My name's Dan. And what, what episode is this? Seventy, right? There's no way we actually made it to seventy. Let me let me take a gander. Oh my god, it's seventy! Look, it is seventy, isn't it? It is. This is, and that's that's not including. Well, off topics are always like point something. So yeah, seventy actual show games, and we've been wow. doing it for nine years, eight years. Now take a look at. Is it worth it? He's been doing it how long? Year or two? Yeah, about two years, I think. Now. Jesus. 33. 33. <laughs> He's halfway. <laughs> He's halfway. So what does that say? Where he does it once a month, like religiously. We are falling a little bit behind. Yeah. But I will play the hell out of this game. And uh, I definitely can see us recording part one in the near future. I'll start playing it in September. So. Oh, uh, by the way, I put it up on Twitter um, sometime in August, between August 22nd and the 29th. We can have some sort of a meetup. We don't know yeah. where, but we'll have to do it through Twitter. Figure in it the, out. In the Portland in the, area, in the Portland roughly. area, yes. I don't want to travel real far, but I wonder if there, we have any fans that are in the, out here kind of local. I don't know. Meet up. I guess we'll find out. See us. Uh, well, we put it out there. We'll see what the interest is over the next two weeks. Yeah. Jesus Christ, I'm going to be out there, in two, out there in two weeks. It's crazy. All right. Well, bye. Bye.
Through the worst of nights, and I'll.